0: This is Willis White, former coach of the Salem Spartans, and this is Crunch time.
1: Studios of WPLY in the middle of Central and Southwest Virginia. This is Crunch Time, your go-to program for area high school football and beyond. Now, your host and crunch creator, Carl York.
2: Welcome to the weekend, high school football fans. We've got a little dancing going on in here in the spots, but mostly me, but we
3: got dancing yeah, you know, going on. It has a soul train feel to it. You're gonna do the soul train like!
1: Crunch time, baby!
3: (laughs) (laughs) With love, peace, and crunch.
2: (laughs) Uh, I don't even have to introduce him. That's Jermaine Farrell, man. Uh, You you know that voice. All right, Captain Crunch here. You're listening to Crunch Time, your weekly area high school football radio show for Central and Southwest Virginia. Man, I want to give a... First of all, I want to give a quick shout-out to Sherry here at the station. Sherry oh. she works at the uh, the station here uh, during the week um if you visit or you come in to claim a prize or you just need some help around the station or whatever sherry is your person she's uh uh you're most likely to talk to sherry she's uh, a crunch time listener and a great lady and uh, we're all nodding in here we're all smiling in here we love it we love sherry and you don't get in the door unless Sherry lets you in. Exactly. <laughs> so we got we got to make sure Sherry's happy hey, so we can get in the studio. We take care of Sherry. That's it. All right, let's show
3: up with some Sherry's berries. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Let's say, uh, Look at that! I hadn't thought about Sherry's berries
2: in a while. <laughs> you know, like,
4: that
2: up, <laughs> <laughs>
5: all
2: right. All right. We digress. Okay. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's yeah. get back. Let's get back on track here. Yeah, Jermaine, you're in trouble, man. (laughs) All right, we witnessed some epic regional final uh, battles last night. We have uh, five area crunch teams left in in play, left in the state tournament. Uh, They played in three regional finals games. So, four of them played each other last night. All really good games, I think. Uh, As a fan and just a pure observer, the best games for me are the ones where really I have three criteria. Both teams have a belief that if they execute their game plan, they can win. Sure. If both teams think they can win. It's going to be a good game. Right. Uh, oftentimes, there are lead changes. Sometimes several. That makes for a great game, certainly. And then both teams have an op- opportunity to win late in the game. So those are my three. Cra- if you have those things going on, uh, the fervor, you know, the excitement in the crowd, everybody stays plugged in. Uh, and it goes right down to the wire. And and these games uh, all had uh, elements of that. And uh, that's what I love about high school football. It's so hard when you get in the playoffs because there are seniors. When, when one team loses, you know you see seniors that go, that's it. As, yeah. you know, for a lot of them, they're not going to go on and play. Some of them will, but some of them won't. and And you can just see it in their eyes. That's it. Right, uh, and they had a goal to go all the way, and they just didn't realize. And then you see others uh, on other teams. You know, they're they're still ecstatic. They're they're still in in play. Uh, our crunch games uh, with our five teams this week were Salem and E.C. Glass. Uh, you know, that was supposed to be a colossal battle. Did not disappoint. Uh, World War II in Daleville. <laughs> Bata north side More like World War V in the
3: last two years. <laughs> well, so that's true. Five games in the last two years. That's
2: true. Uh, certainly, uh, again, this one, uh, uh, they slugged it out. This was a great battle. And then defending state champion, Heritage, came down from two scores to win. Oh, yeah. And, man, did they step on the gas. They did. In the second half. So we're going to talk about all that. Um, in the studio with me today, uh, Coach Randy Lefwich is to my north. Uh, next in line, back in the box, WFXR sports director Jermaine Jermaine Event Farrell, uh, <laughs> love that Jermaine Event. Uh, to his left and my right, you guessed it, Mister Beyond Common, Jimmy Whitaker, the keeper of Crunch MVP for great high school uh, sports photos in Roanoke Lynchburg and the NRV. Go to CrunchMVP.com. Welcome, gentlemen. Uh, week 14 is in the books. Yes. Again, good action last night. These teams um, these teams were on a collision course all year long. Right. Uh, you, you could just see it. I mean, they were just lined up that they were going to get back to each other. Um, and, and as we like to do at this point, we like to circle the campfire, uh, do, our, <laughs> do our Saturday morning quarterback impressions of a game or two that caught your attention. Um, again, I call it our version of the bull in the ring. Sure. Uh, so, Coach, who are you calling out? Who's on your mind? Who struck you last night?
5: Well, first off, let me say uh, it's a good day to be a Cavalier in the state of Virginia. <laughs> uh, locally, all the way across the state, it's a good day to be a Cavalier. <laughs> wow. And to the nation, wahoo! wah Let me just say that real quick. <laughs> but, no, this is a time of the year. And last night, um, the Booker kid out of Appomattox said it best. We are almost there. We're making mistakes. We can be better. There are things that are going to change games that, in a moment's notice, you have no clue how this this game is going to change. Yeah, that's right. And last night, we saw that. We saw an interception here. We saw a play here. And like you said, these games, all these teams were on a collision course this
2: year. Absolutely.
5: And, And they made it there. And we watched Appomattox roll off 10 in a row. We've watched Heritage. You know, just making a transition last night, I really thought that Spotswood would get Heritage last night. But, boy, when Heritage switched over to that Wildcat last night and went to Vaughn, it's done. Yeah. That whole game changed. And so, you, you know, you're watching these teams make those changes that they need to make.
2: Well, Heritage has been working on that Wildcat for the last couple of weeks. They you have. You could see it
5: coming. You could see it coming. And, boy, what a time to put it in. And... They just didn't have anything for them last night. After that wildcat came in, couldn't stop him. And so you're watching these teams make these transitions right now. You're watching one play shape a game. You're watching two plays change a game. That's this is what we're at right now. It, it's all about you got to bring your A game. And really, it's riding those one or two players. We're watching Lord Botatot do it. We're watching Appomattox do it. We're watching Salem do it. Persinger kid went off last night. Oh. Nitty ever, you know, so right now it's it's all about you know what you're bringing to the table, and boy, we've waited all year
2: for it, and they're still bringing it. Absolutely, great call out there, Jermaine event. I, I saw Jermaine uh, at the Salem EC Glass game. I know he's floating around, running the whole show over there at Fox. And <laughs> <laughs> what 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 was your impression last night uh, from I, the games? Is there a couple?
3: I, I, well, I tell you what, they really when you look at the games that we 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 really had the four games and I'll go quickly through what my impressions were. Uh, first of all EC glass and Salem uh, the way that game turned out. Salem jumped out to a 14 nothing lead. yep courtesy of Isaiah Persinger. then glass with Mr. Kendrick doing his thing through the air as well as on the ground doing his thing they took a 17-14 lead. There were so many momentum swings in that game. I mean, uh, Glass got a couple of interceptions Mm -hmm. right in that second quarter. And then all of a sudden, Glass uh, Salem came out and went strong. So that game had more twists and turns than a daytime soap opera (laughs) in that ballgame. Then you go over to Lord Bonatai Northside. Again, Lord Bonatai jumped out to the 24-0 lead. Northside, they're not going to back down. They scored a couple of touchdowns, and they made it a one-score game close. And then Lord Botot did what they had to do to extend the lead out. And a lot of times, if you can look at that game, first of all, those are two great programs. They know what it's like to make runs. Some coaches could say, hey, we just ran out of time. And others said, you know, hey, you know, but it's hard to jump in that 24 nothing hole. So right then and there, I mean, you're already, you're already fighting an uphill battle. But credit Northside for coming back and credit Lord Bata for doing what they had to do to win the game because it's surviving advanced at this realm. And then you go over to City Stadium with Heritage and Spotswood. Spotswood, a perfect season. They just rolled Rockbridge County 42 to nothing, the previous week. Good Rockbridge so, team. So a good Rockbridge. And you talk about a collision course, those two teams. Because what happened was, and and obviously what Heritage did to win, they actually got two wins in that game, if you think about it. When they beat E.C. Glass, that gave them enough points to, to leapfrog Spotswood. So really, when you think about it, them beating EC Glass, yes, they, they win the jug, but also gave them that home game against Spotswood, because if it's 20 to 7, maybe up in Spotswood, even if Heritage uses that Wildcat, I mean Spotswood, that uh, pin layered area, it's a tough place to play. Yeah. yeah. So credit Heritage because outscoring them 36 to nothing, that game had a lot of swings too. So when you look at it and then, you know, we look at Appomattox, which is not really a crunch team, but you know, we have people that list probably in that area. I mean, Appomattox pretty much controlled the game against Gretna. I mean, Gretna has struggled. They lost six in a row. Now it's seven in a row to their Dogwood district rivals. So that's a tough game. So, and then Trey Lawing, the quarterback for Appomattox. You look at Appomattox. Appomattox, they have some players that stand out. But when you look at Appomattox, they are a team. There's not, you know, power of one. That's your battle cry it's been for the last four or five years with Doug Smith over there. Doug Smith's one of the great coaches. We got coaches... In this area, if you look at them right now, they're teams that are still doing their thing right now. These are coaches that know what it takes to win championships. And then we'll obviously see that today we have Galax taking on George With That's an, or one of our area teams, two of our area teams playing for a regional title. So I would just say, you know, drama for your mama. You know, you're going <laughs> to have that swing of momentum, yep. and it's how you handle it and it's the teams that handle it, <clears throat> they're the ones that are surviving right now.
2: Yeah, you know, those are great call outs. It's interesting. I mean, it's it's almost like there's a couple seasons, you know, you the other regular season. And then you have the, the second season, which is the playoffs. And oftentimes the playoffs are like little mini series because, right. you know, every game feels like a season. You have ebbs and flows, ups and downs. And the teams that seem to come out on top seem to be able to weather everything. Uh, yep. Rarely do we have a team just come and roll everybody all the way to the state title. You you, you, you get knocked down, you got to get back up, and those are the teams that have learned that over the years. Just like you were talking about, Jermaine, the Appomattox and the Salems and the Lord Botatots and 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 the teams they were playing. Also, you know that's what makes these games so great. They also understand how that all works. So, um, great comments there. Okay, uh, MVP creator of Jimmy Thing and the CrunchMVP.com. Uh, you were working the Lord Botata Northside game last night.
0: Yeah, Mike Dermont and I were at the uh, I guess as Jermaine titled it World War Five. So, <laughs> uh, but it was everything that you would think. It was a it was a great battle, and Coach uh, they they may have been listening to you from last week because I recall you saying that uh, Lord Botata needed to come out fast.
5: Right, and, and they did. Well, we talked about this the other day on Greg Roberts Live. Carl and I did. There was a way for Northside to win this game, and we have seen it all season long, and it's when LB rolls out and they start slow. If Northside could have taken advantage of that and put some points on the board early, then maybe it could have been a different ball game. They came out there, and they started fast right. this week. Wait a minute, Coach. Is that where you picked both teams to win? I did. I picked, I picked two teams to win, and one of them come out a winner. You know? But no, that's the thing. That's the thing. There was a road there for Northside to win. Yeah, sure. And like you said, we've seen it all season. Lord Bonnetop will come out, and they'll they'll be flat for like a quarter, two quarters. And if you can jump early on them, and I don't think anybody, maybe what, William Bird. Yeah, was the one team that really took advantage of that this year and kind of said, "Hey, we'll jump early,"
2: but then Lord Baltimore got them. But they didn't take enough of it. They didn't take enough of advantage. Yeah,
5: they didn't take enough of an advantage there.
0: But no, I'm with you
5: there. Yeah,
2: Yeah, there was
0: a road there, and I and and that road opened up for Northside in the second half. I mean, and it was it was surprising to be there watching the game because you know you you being on the sidelines, you hear a lot of the emotions and. And I mean, I I was taken back when uh, you know Christian Fisher was uh, he was out you know on the defense was in but Christian Fisher I mean he was saying to those defensive guys stop them stop them I mean and they they never gave up but but you know I also want to say that uh, Lord Botatot you know I I think they showed you know why I've been saying they should be ranked number one in the grade yeah. eight so yeah uh, but but they they. They, they did what they needed to do, and, and just a couple of things that I'll mention about the game that I think is going to be real important uh, later on, and I think it has to do with uh, uh, Taryn Taren Baker, the kicker. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, you know, I think it's really important that you've got a kid that can step up and kick a field goal. Now, they're kicking on grass, yeah. you know, it, not the nicest, you know, it, Lord Botox Field's nice, but, sure. but the grass, you know, but he hit a 30-yarder, and... He hit a 44-yarder that, you know, because there was a roughing of the kicker, kicker, that's right, uh, you know, Jamie opted not to take those points, Jamie Harless, and they ultimately ended up scoring, which was good, but but I felt good seeing, you know, a kicker that it could come down to a field goal winning the game, and he hit two nice field goals, so a nice shout-out to Baker for that, but... um, Just uh, is a great game, and uh, I was glad to be there to see part of it.
2: Nice. God bless the kickers. Exactly. I mean, you want to talk about pressure. Right. Uh, A lot of times those guys have to come out. And even if it's not to win the game at the end of the game, you know, you always feel like those points— for some reason, could come back and haunt you if you miss that. Exactly. And uh, some of the hardest kicks, I think, are the ones that are supposed to be easy. And you got to remember, the kickers are those guys
5: that, if you make that 44-yard field goal, you're everybody's friend. Right. But if you miss it, you're sitting on the end of the bench by yourself because nobody wants to be around, you know, and then they're looking at it going, that's the kicker. You know, (laughs) it's like the kicker's really in a bad situation. But we've watched that all year this year. We've watched some of these kids from Franklin County – Pulaski County, we've got some fairly decent field goal kickers. We do. In this area the kid around from Radford,
2: there. I mean, yeah. uh, he could kick it 100 yards, I think. That, right. That, it sounds like a cannon going off that's when he it. kicks it. Yeah, so Even he, extra points, he kicks them out of the stadium. I, I've got a feeling you'll see some of these kids on Saturday coming up before too long. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a great call out. Well, you know, it's funny, uh, the, the late, great Sonny Randall, good friend of mine, used to call the kickers Squirrels.
3: Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, no, uh, n- no, n- no knock on kickers, know, right? but, but Coach, uh, Coach Randall uh, had a love for, you know, he won a lot of games and lost a lot of games with kickers, and, and they used to call them Squirrels, but I always thought that was funny. Right. All right, so I was at the Salem-E.C. Glass game, and uh, uh, those two uh, actually had not squared off, in 32 years. You know, I heard that last night
5: and I was like, wow, that's
2: amazing.
3: And what's neat too is they played a regular season game at Salem Stadium when they had grass there. Oh, listen to that. I'm sure there's probably people that are wondering, wait a minute, they actually played on grass? Yeah, like City Stadium and all these other places had grass, but...
2: You have to shoe off the you livestock to, get off the to glass, play the game. To get out of
3: here, yeah, <laughs> but the year before that, they played each other in the Triple A playoffs when Salem made their run to the state finals in '86. I remember that game. I was what, twelve or thirteen. <laughs> <When> that, <laughs> that happened, but yeah, it's you would think now that they're kind of. It would be neat maybe for them to set up a series between each other. Oh yeah, yeah. but you know, hey. Hey,
2: as loud as the crowds were across the field at each other, that yeah, would be fun, right? Don't set them any closer together than that. Though. No, <laughs> not at all. All right, so we're going to talk more about these games here in a second. But uh, coach, what's going on at Canales?
5: Well, you know, yesterday we had a great crowd over there for the Virginia Virginia Tech game. People came in watched you know, watch some football with us. Uh, we're going to have football on the big screens today again. So come on by, get you some uh, barbecue. Get you, Are you cooking, coach? I'm cooking. You know, my Gotta thing. Some coaches cooking. My thing is is that <laughs> you don't want turkey and ham right now. Mm-hmm. You you've just had a couple days of that. Come on over, get you some wings, get you some barbecue. Yeah, but still, the ham order is good. The, it's the ham and turkey's great. Yeah. but I'm like, you know, barbecue yeah, on a but Saturday you, but, after but Thanksgiving. See,
3: you're so yourself short. You should not say. I don't think people want ham and turkey, which is some staples of Canales. Yeah, I, I know, wouldn't say that. I mean, I know, I mean, but I'm like, just saying. Yeah. I'm
5: saying we're gonna get, we're gonna give you options. Yeah, How you, about got, that? Something.
3: Sure. you but got something. You got something. thought for you to say, hey, you know, yeah. Yeah, no. We're gonna give, we're gonna
5: give you options today. So if you come on over, we're gonna have the, you know, some games up on the big screen
2: today. Get you, get you a cold one. Get you some wings. Sit there watch some football with us. We'd love that. That's awesome. Well, I will tell you, another great place to go is my favorite, the Dogwood. Look at you. Still gotta get your main event over there with. Me, I gotta figure that out. We gotta get on the same schedule. But uh Jimmy and I are freaking. Well, all you gotta do is there. say,
3: hey, when we're going.
2: <laughs> uh, you it's say, I not that easy. You up, <laughs> I
3: gotta get you over there. Do you say, hey, I'll take you to, to the dogwood. I was like, okay, let's do let's it. Go. Uh, That's sounds right. like, it sounds like
2: Jermaine knows my schedule, but That's I, right. I, think he I does.
3: don't think you know. My schedule.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so check out the dogwood. There's there's a good chance uh you'll see one of us in there. A good chance, you know, come empty, you'll leave full. Uh Keith Poff. The owner over there, great guy, uh, certainly. Jamie uh, runs the place over there as well. Brandy and Jessica, just fine people. They got a lot of great people over there. Uh, just a few of the great friends you'll make and you'll see each time at the Dogwood. I know Jimmy and I feel like, fam- it feels like family when we walk in there. Right. Uh, you know, they got that new bar now you can set at. Yeah. And, you know, I love to sit at the bar and watch them cook because you can talk to... Keith and Jamie and all those guys while they're cooking right uh and and you know there it's just uh and and the aromas in there it's like mama's in the back i mean uh, yeah. it, it just I, i'm telling you everything's good over there so ch- check out the dogwood you're getting they're getting my endorsement so and
5: if, if you come in we are approachable. Yeah, you can come up and speak to us and say, "Hey, how you doing?" you know.
2: Oh yeah, nice. no, here we go. Except for Jimmy, Jimmy will <laughs> kind of shoo you away, but you know. <laughs> all right, so uh guys, we're already uh, week 14. Uh, we'll be out later this week. Uh wow. Um you know, the uh the regional finals will be in there. Uh, we're looking forward to that. Pick up your crunch all over town. Uh we've got a New River Valley crunch, a Roanoke crunch and a Lynchburg crunch. All those uh, different versions are available in those areas. The The price is right. It's free. Yep. Uh, so just a lot going on. And uh, uh, and again, thank you for tuning in today. Uh, without you guys, we wouldn't have a show. Um, we love to get on here and ham it up. Now, real
3: quick, real quick. This
2: is right there.
3: Aren't you yeah. going to say what you normally
2: say? I am. I'm going to say if you missed any version of the Crunch, you can get the Crunch where? Uh, you can get it at So that's you,
3: wasn't That wasn't what I was referring to. What's that? You know, when you go into the restaurant, you can actually take the Crunch. You always yes, no. I, I thought I, you were going to say that, too. You, <laughs> that true. It's true. Yeah.
5: These are free. You can take them home with you. You do not have to sit at the restaurant like, and read it and put it back in the holder. <laughs> take them home with you. We You're, encourage there's that. There's
3: a reason why there's more than one. There. Exactly. <laughs> well,
2: you know, and, and it's funny because a lot of times if, you know, people uh, people are so competitive about high school football, a lot of times I'll go in and one of the Crunch will be turned backwards because they don't want to see that team over. Sure. Live. And it's 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 so much fun. All right, so hey, we got a great show today. Um, Our Haley has it for less. Haley Toyota Crunch Time Legends of the Game. We got two gentlemen who played for Andrew Lewis back in the early '60s, played on the Wolverine uh, state championship teams, uh, Bob Archer and Richard Burrow. Nice, great guys. Love talking to them. We'll also be chatting up uh, more about the regional championships. You'll hear more thoughts and comments there. Uh, Don't miss our Jimmy thing segment uh, with the MVP himself, Jimmy Whitaker. At the end of the show, we'll do the five things you need to know about high school football this week, and then we're going to do our grade eight, our great debate poll, which is uh, whittling down. You know, we don't have a lot of teams in play, but certainly we can still argue about it. All right, so uh, Jimmy, uh, go ahead and give us the uh, scores for this
0: week. All right, and Carl, you'll probably hear some teams that we're not used to hearing. So, but this is what we're down to: uh, Riverheads forty-six, Sussex Central zero, Stewart Strass fourteen, Re- East Rockingham seven, Thomas Jefferson thirty, King William twenty-eight. Heritage 43, Spotswood 20, Lord Botetot 31, Northside 23, Salem 35, EC Glass 24, Lake Taylor 41, Churchland 13, Mari 35, Salem Virginia Beach 14, Oscar Smith 29, Thomas Dale 7, Appomattox County 35, Gretna 14, Colonial Forge 42, Massaponics, 21, Patrick Henry Ashland, 13, Denwitty 6, South County, 31, Lake Braddock, 15, Tuscarora, 30, Brawl <laughs> Run, 7, Stonebridge, 57, and Woodbro- Woodgrove, 15, and there's your scores,
2: Carl. Jimmy loves to say that, Tuscarora. Tuscarora. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. Stay with us. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk more about the regional finals. So you're listening to Crunch Time on WPOI.
6: Hey, Roanoke, Chuck Baker from Haley Toyota. It's our 16th annual Yes Member celebration. Yes, we have the inventory to make this our biggest Yes Member ever. The lot is full of 2019 and 2020 Toyotas, plus a great selection of local traders. Yes, the incentives have never been better. The rebate's up to $3,500 and 1.9% APR on select 2019 models. Yes, everything is on sale. And yes, we're giving top dollar for your trade. Yes, YesFember means saving thousands on your next new or used Toyota. And yes, Haley has it for less.
1: Looking to buy something for that hard-to-please sports fan in your family? Well, come to Sports Haven. You'll find something from all 32 NFL teams, and regardless if you're a Hokey, Wahoo, or Mountaineer, we have something for you. So if you're looking to update your ladies' den or man cave, then come see Robin and Shane at Sports Haven. Come by and visit one of our two locations in Roanoke at the corner of Plantation and Williamson Road and at 4 East Main Street in Salem. Sports Haven, where almost no team is left behind.
3: It's 3 p.m. For 50 million kids across America, school's out. And for a third of these kids, they're out on their own. Out with nothing to do and nowhere to go. Gives a whole new meaning to the 3 o'clock bell, doesn't it? It's time to support the Boys and Girls Clubs. Visit
6: greatfutures.org.
2: Ready to eat, easy to heat. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili uses 100% ground beef and a century-old family recipe with a secret blend of spices and quality ingredients. But it's not just for hot dogs. You can beef up almost any dish. Add it to fries, nachos, baked potatoes, and so much more. Custard Stand Chili is available at Kroger, Walmart, Sam's Clubs, or smaller grocery chains throughout. You also can order it online at custardstand.com. Get yours today. One chili, endless possibilities
1: we
2: Welcome back to Crunch Time. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. We're talking high school football. All right, let's talk some more about these. Uh, I don't want to get by these uh, regional final games. We're going to talk a little more in depth <laughs> about what, uh, what happened. And, and, and I'll start. Uh, the Salem EC Glass, I mean, that game was epic uh, for me. I mean, that game went back and forth. Salem, as we said, jumped out to a 14-0 lead. Uh, and really look like they might run away from glass. But, you know, if you've watched glass uh, this year, which we have, Coach Woody, uh, he has those guys so well um, tuned that uh, there was not going to be any running away. And they, they came right back, got a couple turnovers. Um, I tell you, the, the the turning point early was, and this is one thing I really like about uh, uh, Salem as a fan. Salem ran a fake punt. Mm-hmm. On their own, like, 10 or 15, whatever they were. I
3: think it was a 20.
2: Well, that's where they went out, I think.
3: No, it was right around the 30. Okay, so... so, The line of game was a 30. Okay, so... so I think they needed, like, it was fourth and six or seven. But but, if you look at where the punter was running, it it had to actually run almost 15 yards to get to the 30. Because if you look at the line of of scrimmage, I think was like the... I want to say it was like the 22-yard line. And where the punter is about seven yards back, so in essence, he had to run 15 yards to get six or seven yards.
2: Well, it did look like the punter was up a little bit, but it was interesting because um, Chauncey Logan's the punter, and uh, when he took off uh, down deep in their own territory, it was exciting. And it looked like, I was on the other side of the field, on the EC Glass side of the field, and it looked like he... He ran out of bounds about the stick, but he, he held the ball on his inside hand, right. and it looked like he had it, but when they measured it and put the ball down, they they didn't get it, and I'm telling you what, well, Glass jumped all over that.
3: Well, here's the thing. When I saw where they marked the ball,
2: because
3: yes. the line to gain was right around the 30. He had to basically touch the 30 or cross the 30, and they put the ball right maybe about a, it was like a football away from the 30-yard line, and I'm looking at it, and I'm saying, he's short. Because that was the biggest thing. So what's funny is the chains are on the far side of the field. So they have to bring the chains all the way across the field. That's right. So I mean, I mean, with that, you got to make sure that you're holding on to the right spot. Because let's say, let's face facts, we're human. We're bringing those chains across the yard. Right. You know, you got to make sure we're in the same spot. And when they, even before they stretched it, I said he's short. Well, and they did it right
2: at the feet of Coach Holter. Yeah, He <laughs> <laughs> was right over on the Salem bench.
3: And it really wasn't. I mean, you know, I know some of the players were upset about it, but you know, I think Coach Holter just took it in stride. He was like, "Okay, we're short, but right. it's a gutsy call." That's, yeah,
2: that's the way you gotta. That's the way you gotta play. But. Anyway, uh, you know, Salem will take chances. Yes. And uh, it makes it exciting. I mean, I I don't think uh, necessarily teams uh, in Salem's past would have done some of the things that Coach Holter will do.
5: Well, you know, you watched Holter last night. Salem goes in at halftime down 17-14. That's right. They literally asked him, said, hey, what do you say to your team at halftime? He said, I didn't say a lot to them. Reset, focus, answer. That's all you need to know reset focus answer wow they they set it up last night they went back out there they handled their business Salem is a team that we've watched all year and again I'm gonna I'm gonna be that broken record I'm gonna go back to that Martinsburg game mm-hmm. that changed Salem right that made Salem so much of a better team that showed Salem what they could do against a high power high caliber team. That's what rolled into Salem last night, was a high-powered, high-caliber team. They reset, they focused, and they answered last night.
3: You know, uh, we, we talked to uh, Don Holter before the game, during our previews over there at WFXR, and I asked him, so who does this EC Glass team kind of remind you of? And he said, "It very similar to what George Washington, a team they just yeah. played the previous yeah. week, yep. you know, with athletes and with size and with speed, so... They, they kind of got a you know a taste a preview, a taste of what they would see facing EC Glass. And let me tell you
5: EC Glass is a great team. I like EC Glass. I really do and I've, you know I've touted them all year. They're, they're a good team and this but we knew this matchup was bound to happen. We knew it was coming. And at the end of the day you just felt Salem was in a better position. I really felt that heritage game against EC Glass. Felt like they just popped them right in the mouth and they just couldn't get their feet back about themselves. It just looked like it did something to them. Where Salem had that Martinsburg game and it changed them, EC Glass still looked a little shaky from that Heritage loss.
2: Well, you know, uh, certainly uh, they both looked pretty strong uh, Friday night. And, um, you know, that that fake, uh, that failed fake punt uh, really set EC Glass on fire. They came back, scored 17 unanswered, and led 17 to 14 at the half, in the third quarter, the first play, Persinger, takes it 81 yards for a touchdown down the left side. Now, interestingly enough, if you watch the game, Salem likes to run right a lot of times. This came on the left side. So they made some adjustments and I think they did some things to try to get a better situation where they weren't running at necessarily EC glass strength. So, um, but he bounced it out, went 81 yards and that, that flipped the table pretty quick. DC Glass came back. Kendrick, who, if you've never seen him, if you weren't there Friday night, he is so quick. He scrambles around. And when he scrambles around, if he makes somebody miss on a sack, everybody becomes open. Because, you know, you don't know what to do. You're going to come up and tackle him? What are you going to do? It's hard to stay with a receiver normally in the first few seconds of a route. But when he makes somebody miss, everybody just, it's a jailbreak.
5: Well, you know, Xavier Woods said at halftime last night, they made the adjustments to where they put three three backers in the box. They had to make sure he did not get on the outside of them. Right. So they made that adjustment. When they made that adjustment, it kind of held him in check for a little bit. Look, you're not going to do it completely. He's just too good of an athlete. Right. But uh, when they put him in check a little bit last night with those three backers, kind of let Salem, you know, control stuff. you
3: know what's interesting, too, about Kendrick, and I think this is sort of lost in the shuffle with him. Everybody knows him for his dazzling moves, where Mm -hmm. he can run the ball. He is one heck of a passer. He can throw it. I mean, everybody thinks just because you're a running quarterback, you can't throw. But Kendrick can throw the ball, and that's one thing that's impressive that people really don't look at. And we've seen the highlights. He's a highlight reel, but he can pass the ball. He
2: reads the field extremely well.
3: Well, it comes from the genes. I mean, it does. He, oh, yeah. yeah, no, he, I mean, when you break it. your dad's record, he see glass. Yeah, was,
2: well, he broke them both, yeah, I mean, so. passing and rushing. But so that that 65-yard TD pass to Ty Foster made it 24-21 glass again. Then here comes Sean Collins <laughs> yeah. on the kickoff. I'm telling you what, he's he is a tall guy. And when he strides, I mean, he's he is moving. And uh, he made just a great kickoff return uh, for a TD that answered that score. And, you know, he ran right up in the middle, right in the teeth of E.C. Glass uh, kickoff uh, coverage team, bounced it out, got a couple good blocks, and he was gone. And that really was the turning point in my mind, you know. And, and I want to say, you know, before we leave, the Salem adjusted at halftime. Um, they ran more left. They focused on Kendrick's running. And then, uh, you know, just like Coach said, you know, they, they moved their, their linebackers in the box. They went with three linebackers, and they really focused on Kendrick uh, and trying to contain him. So, uh, but you know, next, this coming week, they got Tuscarora who beat, uh, the number one team in the state, broad run 30 to seven, beat right. pretty handily. So, uh, don't rest for too long Salem because you got another big challenge coming. Well, you know, you were saying with Collins, I love the advice coach gave him. He said, just
3: get the ball and run as fast as you can. <laughs> <laughs> he said that was, that's, that's Forrest Gump right that's there. Right there. Gump yeah. right there. <laughs> you yeah. you know, something else <laughs> real quick, if you notice when Salem has made their, uh, runs to state, if you notice, a lot of the games they've had at Salem Stadium yeah, to get yeah. there. And usually there's an upset in the bracket that helps them, like case in point. Tuscarora knocking off Broad Run because at this right. level, they go by the points. And yeah. Salem had more points than, so if if, the, if Broad Run would have won, then you're looking at Salem making a three and a half hour bus ride. Yep. But in this case, they Tuscarora has to make it for that uh, a two o'clock kickoff. I believe. Yeah,
2: so leave yeah. now, Tuscarora, if you want to get there on time. Yes, indeed. All right, so the next big game, Batatot and Northside, 31-23. Um, Jimmy talked a little bit about uh, this, and we all talked a little bit about it, but early on, 24 to nothing lead by the uh, Cavaliers. Here come the Vikings, a late surge. It always seems to happen. Um, you know, Fisher, they really contain Christian Fisher, the coach's son, 49 yards on 11 carries, so they switched something up from the last time. Uh, they really tried to not let him beat them. Uh, they they were playing without their center who got hurt the last, you know. Right. You know, a lot of times in, in playoffs, you, you lose key guys, you know, even in a win. Right. Uh, and they lost their center, Trey uh, Ryder. Uh, they lost Farmer, their offensive guard early on. So they had a couple key losses in the line. And I'm telling you what, against that Botetite defense, you don't need to be losing anybody. Sure. Uh, but... Uh so you know everybody's got to play through that you know Salvi the quarterback for Botat had a 9 yard TD uh run to, to start him off um Botat defense got a fumble and turned that into a Hunter Rice a touchdown Hunter Rice 37 carries 211 yards I think 3 TDs I mean that guy is a beast and he's going to have to be a beast next week's next week against Heritage as well to keep that uh that that season alive um then you know Salvi made a big uh pitch and toss or pitch and uh, catch uh, to Kyle Arnhalt on a fourth down that kept the drive alive that resulted in another Rice touchdown. Um, but I will say the future of, of Northside is bright with that freshman quarterback, Sidney Webb, that guy, I mean, he had a 30 yard run where he was spinning like a top out there and, you know, he was just making people uh, miss it. And uh, he kind of looked like uh, Kendrick on that run, you know, <laughs> Yep. I mean, so quick, Um but again, uh, you know, and and um, Quentin Slash had a big interception that set up the the comeback as well. Um, got another touchdown, so they got it close. Um, and it's funny, I, I I saw where Coach Harless said uh, at the end of the the game, "Well, Heritage again, yeah. Heritage again." So right. you know, Harless's white whale seems to be Heritage, right? Now. You got it. <laughs> so uh, uh, so, anyways, um, great game there. Uh, I, I thought. Coach uh, Fisher uh, summed it up. Our kid, our kids played with a lot of heart. Coach Fisher, classy guy, um, and it, it, you know, it, it's just uh, it's fun to see the rivals. You hate to see somebody lose.
5: Well, this was a game of who was going to stop who. Yeah. Are you going to stop Fisher? or Are you going to stop Rice? Two hundred eleven yards, forty nine yards.
3: Yeah. Lord Ballantyne won this game last. That's night. yeah.
5: They held Fisher 49 yards last night.
3: And when you look at it, again, I think the biggest thing in this game, it was just the familiarity of the two teams. I mean, Like I said, you play each other every year, you know, five times the last two years. So I don't think anyone's going to do anything different. You know what you're going to get with Biotite. You know what you're going to get with Northside. And those were two great teams. And when you look at a lot of these regional matchups, you had ones versus twos for the most part. And a lot of them are rematches or teams that you know they're on a collision course to play each other. So that's really the cool thing. Yeah, here's the thing with Northside,
5: and I want you to understand, Northside fans, listen to me. You've got a really good team. You're going to be back. You've got some kids that are just freshmen and sophomores that are playing. You've got a good team. Absolutely. And really, a
3: quarterback. I mean, you have have a quarterback you're going to have for three more years. Yep, It's Sidney Webb who's going to make plays and yeah. all that. So, I mean, we're, we're going to be talking about Sidney Webb a lot a over lot. the next few years. Fantastic. Yeah.
2: All right, the third game I want to talk about quickly, the Pioneers. We talked about uh, Heritage and Spotswood. Spotswood, big quarterback, big receiver. Those guys showed up in the first half. Guess what? There's a second half. And
3: Heritage, <laughs>
2: Heritage showed up. Their defense showed up in the second half. Uh, typical Brad Bradley, made some adjustments. And then, uh, you know, you got to adjust with him. Pioneers were down 20 to 14 and a half. They were down 20 to seven at one time, but Heritage right. defense came alive in the second half, pitched a shutout. Um, and and Coach Bradley said we pounded the rock in the second half. I mean, <laughs> you know, he, you know he, lo- he was a receiver in high school and college, but he loves to run the ball. And uh, they got 318 of their 366 uh, yards on the ground in the second half. But K.J. Vaughn, what a beast. You know, 170 yards, six TDs. And then the other half of that, that tandem, Christian Rivera, 110 yards. Um, but I do want to call out Brian Trent on defense. Okay, he's a guy that really shut down Spotswood's big receiver Robert Smith in the second half. Smith had 123 yards in a TD in the first half, but they switched and put Brian Trent, number two uh, defensive back, taller receiver, uh, can run on on Smith exclusively, and and he only had one catch in the second half. So those are the kind of adjustments you got to make if you're gonna. If you're going to win.
5: Well, you know, you take a look at Spotswood and you look at the games they had going into this one. 48, 42 points. Yes. Then you look at the second half of this ball game last night, zero points. Yeah, that's right. I tell you, Heritage just stepped up. They they changed everything. They changed the offense. They changed the defense at halftime. It looked like a different team coming out of that. Because I really thought, and you and I talked about this Thursday. Sure. I thought Spotswood was rolling, and I said, you know, Spotswood could easily come in and get this game. But, boy, at halftime, they made the adjustments they needed to make, and Spotswood had no answers for them. The only misstep
2: was the easily part that you said. Yeah,
3: exactly. (laughs) You know, that's it. But, no, they had no answers for them at all. And that's what happens when you have the uh, second-half adjustments. When you have a a state championship coach like a Brad Bradley, I mean, he's going to go in and look. It's okay. These are the things we need to do to make it happen, which makes for next week's. State semifinal matchup between oh, and yeah. Heritage. Right, when you have two coaches that you know, you you know what you're going to get with both, and I know we'll t- probably talk more about it next next week and all. Yeah, that. they're very. Familiar. It's, it's going to be a it's going to be a fun one, and uh, obviously they played each other last year, so it'll be fun. Yeah. yeah.
2: All right. So some Saturday games. So a lot of the games were played uh, today, and it looks like they're going to be playing in the rain, but um, not <laughs> all the games were played Friday night. But Yorktown's at Westfield, George With at Galax, Graham at Central Wise, Goochlin at James Monroe. Hopewell at Phoebus. Keep your eye on that one yeah. for for uh, the Class 3, folks. Uh, that'll be a good one. Manchester at Verina. Mountain View at North Stafford. Essex at Rappahannock. Galax at George With. I think I already said that. All right, actually, it's George With at Galax. And then Patrick Henry, Glade Springs at J.I. Burton. So, all right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to do our Haley Toyota Legendary Players of the Game. Hey, Roanoke, Chuck's Baker from Haley
6: Toyota. It's our 16th annual Yes Member celebration. Yes, we have the inventory to make this our biggest Yes Member ever. The lot is full of 2019 and 2020 Toyotas plus a great selection of local traders. Yes, the incentives have never been better. The rebates up to $3,500 and 1.9% APR on select 2019 models. Yes, everything is on sale, and yes, we're giving top dollar for your trade. Yes, member means saving thousands on your next new or used Toyota, and yes, Haley has it or less.
1: Looking to buy something for that hard-to-please sports fan in your family? Well, come to Sports Haven. You'll find something from all 32 NFL teams, and regardless if you're a Hokey, Wahoo, or Mountaineer, we have something for you. So if you're looking to update your ladies' den or man cave, then come see Robin and Shane at Sports Haven. Come by and visit one of our two locations in Roanoke at the corner of Plantation and Williamson Road and at 4 East Main Street in Salem. Sports Haven, where almost no team is left behind. Ready to eat,
2: easy to heat. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili uses 100% ground beef and a century old family recipe with a secret blend of spices and quality ingredients. But it's not just for hot dogs. You can beef up almost any dish. Add it to fries, nachos, baked potatoes, and so much more. Custard Stand Chili is available at Kroger, Walmart, Sam's Clubs, or smaller grocery chains throughout. You also can order it online at custardstan.com. Get yours today. One chili, endless possibilities. All right, welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody. One of my favorite parts of the show, Haley Toyota Legendary Coaches and Players segment. Today we have legendary Andrew Lewis players Bob Archer and Richard Burrow won state championships in 1962 and 64 when they were seniors in 64. So let's listen to Mr. Archer and Mr. Burrow. I'm here today with Richard Burrow and Bob Archer, Archer. Uh, and you gentlemen played for Andrew Lewis back in the 60s. 60s. What, what was your year?
7: We played uh, We played together actually on the football teams of 1962, 63, 64.
2: So and Mr. Burrow you came from George With and moved up here because your father...
7: Uh, my father got transferred. I played at George With my freshman year which would have been 61 uh, and then we after the football season moved to
2: Salem. Coming to Salem, you knew you were going to play for Andrew Lewis. Mm -hmm. Uh, Was there any trepidation where you like, oh my God, you know, I'm about to go up and meet a bunch of new guys? Did you already know about these guys? Were you like, I'm I'm excited about going? Do you remember? Uh,
7: Well, once my parents had selected a house was then I knew what high school I was going to be playing for. And I had, uh, so I was reading the paper from time to time about Andrew Lewis. It was quite a change in the quality of the teams and the coaching. I might
2: have. So it, it sounds like talking to you guys and others uh, from from your era, it, it, there weren't a lot of points scored, right? You don't you didn't see somebody beat somebody 63 to
4: 7 necessarily, well, did you? I, I would have to go back and say again if we're talking about 1962 the whole structure of that team and how Eddie Joyce coached it and how the schemes were very, very different with our senior year in 64 where they revamped the whole team in schemes to a monster defense and more open offense based on the skill sets we had he was that was one of his strengths right and it paid off we scored many many more points our senior year than the team we were talking about in 62 it's just a totally different type of team instruction that's interesting and i i would argue a little more sophisticated for a high school team in those years some of the schemes we ran in 64 good year for could the earlier team have run the same system? Thinking back, they didn't have the personnel. Uh, number one, or? I don't think they needed to. Uh, <laughs> okay. Number two, I don't think so. Hmm. I, I should—you should never say never. Oh, but they they didn't just have, weren't suited they, to that.
7: They didn't have the it's, skill set at the at the skill positions. They didn't have wide receivers that I think could really run some of the the patterns down the field, or the right kind of quarterback. So they were a run-oriented team totally, Uh, but they also were oriented more to stop the run, and they were just big up front. And nobody ran the ball You know,
2: You know what's interesting about high school football? People don't think about it. Uh, when you have a really good defense, guess what? Your offense gets to run against your defense all year long. And so it's got to make you better offensively as well. You know your defense is already good and they shut people down. But to have to run against unless they're unless they're playing both ways and they're moving over, you, you have to go against your own guys. We had a lot of playing both ways. A lot
7: of two-way players in those days. Okay, but we did have a group of sophomores. It was a system in uh, that in that played in on the '62 team? But then those big guys were gone. I'm telling you, we lost all of our 200 pounds by yeah. our junior year, which was 62. And our senior year by 64, we were not big at all. Our defensive tackles probably weighed 180, 180, 190 at the most. So we were, we've switched defenses to a monster defense. Which, which
4: I believe Coach Foster, Dale Foster, sort of instigated and brought in. And it perplexed most
2: teams. Well, we're going to talk about that in a minute, but let's back up because we, before we went on, we talked a little bit about your your teams. In 62, you had a, they were a state champion team. Yes. And they were big. So you had several guys, as you, as you stated, that were over 200 pounds which was huge back and then as you were saying uh, when you guys were seniors in 64 when you got to that point your junior and senior year a lot of the big guys had graduated so you you had to you had to make some adjustments did you win a state championship in 64 yes yes with a totally different scheme totally different that's fascinating
7: well the scheme developed for the junior for junior year the 63 team and the team had some issues adjusting to the new scheme on the field, and the team after three games was one and two. One Our junior year. Our junior year won one game, two losses after three games. They then won the rest of the games, but tied E.C. Glass in the last game of the season. And in, that, in Lynchburg. In yeah. Lynchburg, and that was tied nothing to nothing. There was wow. no score in it. But they won six games in a row in there. And as a team we got accustomed them to the monster defense and that set us up for the next year
2: so so, let's go back a little bit. So, E.C. Glass was a we monster. Like we, we, didn't didn't like them. Oh, we didn't
4: like the we didn't like Rival, big. Big
2: rival. Big may have rival.
4: been, I, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, may have been our biggest player. I think it
7: absolutely. That was
2: the only city school in Lynchburg at the time, E.C. Glass? Pretty much. Well, when the teams came
7: on the field, they had twice as many players. Uh, only good news is they couldn't play but 11. <laughs> it didn't matter how many they had well, They tried. Had over they, there. tried.
2: <laughs> they tried. They did. They ran a single wing. And, and the single wing was really popular. Back then. Pretty much it, long- it was,
7: oh, it was, it was on its way out. Yeah. But EC Glass coach had been there for a long time, whereas Eddie Joyce was new at and Andrew Lewis, relatively
4: new. EC Glass coach had been there By forever. By the way, his predecessor was Hal Johnson, coached Andrew Lewis before Eddie Joyce.
6: Hey, Roanoke, Chuck Baker from Haley Toyota. It's our 16th annual Yes Member celebration. Yes, we have the inventory to make this our biggest Yes Member ever. The lot is full of 2019 and 2020 Toyotas plus a great selection of local traders. Yes, the incentives have never been better. The rebates up to $3,500 and 1.9% APR on select 2019 models. Yes, everything is on sale, and yes, we're giving top dollar for your trade. Yes, member means saving thousands on your next new or used Toyota, and yes, Haley has it
2: Or less. All right, welcome back to Crunch Time. Thanks so much to Bob Archer and Richard Burrow for taking some time to talk to us about uh, high school football from Andrew Lewis. Uh, we'll have those guys on again next week. Uh, they've got some great stories to tell. Really appreciate that. All right, so we're up against it. Let's uh, let's jump right into the Jimmy thing. Come
0: hey, on, Jimmy. Thank you. Thanks, Carl. Hey, listen, you even alluded to this, not knowing what I was going to say at the mm. beginning of the show, but. I've been reminded over the last few weeks that uh, in these football playoffs that, uh, you know, when you lose and you're a senior, the season's over. And Carl made reference to that. So I saw it again last night uh, with emotions after the game and uh, seniors that uh, seem to, you know, they they're. It's it's just finally coming to their minds mm-hmm. that you know that that the game and the, and their high school career etc is is over for football. But one of the questions we ask in our crunch interviews, which is always funny for me, is. I ask what their favorite music is, and inevitably they give me a, a band that I've never heard of. I don't know any of the songs, so, so this will be sort of funny to them. There's a song that came to mind by a country singer that kind of brings what I'm talking about into focus, and uh, that's a song by Scotty McCrary that's called five more minutes. Now, thankfully for our listeners, I'm not gonna sing it, but I am gonna read some of the lyrics. And it says at 18, I turned my helmet in and walked to the 50 yard line, just the coach and me after we lost 18 to nine. And I cried, man, next time I get in here, I'll have to buy a ticket. Can you give me five more minutes? So for all those seniors, I would just tell you to enjoy each day, enjoy each game, treat people the way you would like to be treated, and that is my Jimmy thing.
2: I like it. He's got that Paul Harvey it kind does. of slant to him, doesn't he? I All kind right. of like that lyric
1: there.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. Great job. Great job, Jimmy. All right, five things you need to know about football, high school football this week. Last year, our Crunch Players of the Week, Salem fullback Cameron Lefwich, uh, it Lynchburg, that was, uh, the Virginia Western Roanoke, uh, crunch player of the week in Lynchburg, it was Ky- Kyron Thomas, the wide receiver for heritage. Uh, and then in the New River Valley, it was Zane Roop, quarterback linebacker for Radford. So congratulations to those three. Number four for us this week. And this is rumor mill. This is on the download, but Phoebus, uh, the football team got in some trouble this week. Uh, with the VHSL, they made a video that used some derogatory language. So they're on probation right now. So those guys need to tone it down. They're still in the playoffs. They need to get it under wraps and keep it under control. You know, kids are kids, but uh, you got to keep yourself under control. Uh, Number three, Crunch Scholarships this year. We haven't talked about this, but thank you to Plastics One and David Wallenborn and his group over there. We're going to give away four scholarships this year. Three of them to high school football players, one in New River Valley, Lynchburg, and Roanoke. And then also this year, we're giving one to a marching band member. Look at that. How about that? $500 scholarships for each of those fine young folks. And what happens is their their leader nominates them, and then we just do a drawing out of a hat. So we'll have at least a one in New River Valley, one in Roanoke, and one in um Lynchburg for football and then a marching band member. All right, number two. Last time out, we talked a little bit about this. Salem E.C. Glass. I think it's really interesting. 1987 is the last time E.C. Glass beat E.C. Glass actually beat Salem in '87 at Salem Stadium. As Jermaine said, there was grass on the field back then. Yeah. So uh, that was 32 years ago, and Glass uh, up until tonight held uh, the the uh, lead over Salem five one and one. And the number one. Coach Harless, it just rings in my ears. Heritage again. Yep. So, Coach Harless, comment after beating Northside. This is becoming a can't-miss matchup. Last year, state semis, 42-39. to uh, Heritage hung on. Uh, You know, uh, Harless called out Rice, Salvi, and Eller um, in last year's game. This year, no Jabari Blake, the big quarterback for Heritage. But uh, the young man who's playing quarterback over there, Cam, is doing a good job right now. Vaughn had 20 carries for 77 yards and a TD last year. So, okay. uh, and Rice had 284 yards and three TDs last year and still lost. So uh, again, uh, we're looking forward to that uh, rematch there. All right, the great debate, the great eight. Uh, doesn't change much. We're starting to lose teams, but I will tell you number eight for me is Narrows. Uh, number seven, Northside. Okay. Coach called me out last week and said, Northside needs some love and he's right. <laughs> Number six was uh, North Cross who won a state championship. Number five, I still loving on Pulaski County who lost to Glass uh, a week ago. Number four for me, still EC Glass. I okay. uh, lost to Salem, hanging right in there, had a great season. Uh, Coach Woody did a great job with those guys. I'd love to see them play on, but uh, but Salem represents us well. Love to see Coach Holder's team. Number three is Salem for me still. Okay. Number two, I still got Lord Botetat. And number one, Heritage. Now, in this room, you, you guys can't see it, but it's getting tight in here because uh, there's not a lot of agreement on that grade eight. Uh, we're calling it the great debate now. So uh, uh, any comments there, guys? Jimmy,
0: you got anything to say this week? Uh. Well, I'm sticking with what I've said. Uh, what, is, Lord, what did you well, say? Well, what I said and what I've said early on is Lord Bottetot should be number one. They're 13-0. I say no more um, other than... You know, that's where I stand. Wait a minute. When you yep. say
2: no more, you're not supposed to say anything. Well, I know, but I'm never <laughs> good at
3: that. <laughs> you
2: know.
3: Well, no. so let me ask this question real quick. So the top two teams, you're a great debate yes. with each other. So the yeah, winner, how about that? So the winner, in your eyes, will be number one
2: i think it'll be settled on the field you're right
3: well, there you look at that I, that's I what you that. want it you
2: want it to be settled on unless field. salem just <laughs> smokes tuscarora then that could change them things up too and me. i just i just want <laughs> the <laughs> kids I, the caveat yeah, I
5: want the kids in salem to understand the disrespect you're giving them at putting them at number three wow. so get word. some fuel out of carl york this the week when, you know.
2: <laughs> i tell you there's no disrespect meant. those no. three kids are interchangeable right there you got it all right so great show today we appreciate it everybody uh Every, go out and support a high school team. Uh, the yes. state semifinals, uh, we're going to have two area games. We're going to have certainly uh, Heritage at Botetourt uh, is going to be a great one. I think that's at 1.30. Uh, two o'clock, we've got um, Tuscarora traveling down here to play Salem. Yep. Uh, those are the two closest local teams. Those are the, the crunch teams that are left. Uh, you know, even if you don't have a dog in the hunt, go out and support these kids.
5: Right. Well, when you see these kids and you see these coaches and parents around your communities this week, tell them you're thinking about them. Say, yeah. hey, good luck. Good luck this week. Say, it you means know, the world to them. It does. You you, they are part of this community. They are part of the community you're in. And tell them that. Say, hey, we're pulling for you. And look, you don't have to be a Salem fan. You don't. Have, I graduated from William Fleming, but I'm pulling for Salem. I'm pulling for Lord Bolton. I'm pulling for Heritage. I'm pulling for these teams because there are teams. There are local teams.
0: Hey, and I would real quickly say that if you run into a parent out there and tell them they want to get a unique gift for their child, go to com. There's photos of their kids playing the sport they love. And if you want to see them smile come Christmas Day, do something that's personal and give them something that'll last a lifetime. A photo of them doing what they love. Right. And
5: senior pitchers are coming up as well. And if you need to set up a session with Jimmy, Jimmy would be more than happy
2: to do senior pitchers as well. Right, you sound like his agent cut. I am. (laughs) I get 10% of everything. There you go. Looking for your cut, right? That's right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, check out our Haley Toyota Legendary Players Part 2 next week. Uh, Again, we're going to have our Andrew Lewis teammates, Bob Archer and richard burrow uh, it's so much fun talking to those guys uh, check out the great eight debate uh, next week that's gonna be that's gonna be great too uh, great show today thanks to all you fine people for listening we couldn't do it without you for coach randy uh, fox tv sports director jermaine event farrell he's jimmy crunch mvp i'm carl york and you've been listening to crunch time on wpoi and remember it's all for him
6: Hey, Roanoke, Chuck's Baker from Haley Toyota. It's our 16th annual Yes Member celebration. Yes, we have the inventory to make this our biggest Yes Member ever. The lot is full of 2019 and 2020 Toyotas, plus a great selection of local traders. Yes, the incentives have never been better. The rebates up to $3,500 and 1.9% APR on select 2019 models. Yes, everything is on sale, and yes, we're giving top dollar for your trade. Yes, member means saving thousands on your next new or used Toyota, and yes, Haley has it
1: for less. Looking to buy something for that hard-to-please sports fan in your family? Well, come to Sports Haven. You'll find something from all 32 NFL teams, and regardless if you're a Hokey, Wahoo, or Mountaineer, we have something for you. So if you're looking to update your ladies' den or man cave, then come see Robin and Shane at Sports Haven. Come by and visit one of our two locations in Roanoke at the corner of Plantation and Williamson Road and at 4 East Main Street in Salem. Sports Haven, where almost no team is left behind.
2: Ready to eat? Easy to heat. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili uses 100% ground beef and a century old family recipe with a secret blend of spices and quality ingredients. But it's not just for hot dogs. You can beef up almost any dish, add it to fries, nachos, baked potatoes, and so much more. Custard Stand Chili is available at Kroger, Walmart, Sam's Clubs, or smaller grocery chains throughout. You also can order it online at
1: custardstan.com. Get yours today. One chili, endless possibilities.